Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast episode 321 for the week of September 27th, 2014. RPG Gamers here to bring you the latest news in the world of RPGs. And what a week! What a TGS. First off, from England, John Yearworth. Yo. From California, Emmanuel Marino. It's cold. It's like 75 or something. I'm very unhappy right now. (laughs) From Canada, Anna Marie Privetier. Can I go home? <laughs> I, that's actually, I think that's the first time in quite some time you've got her surname right, Chris. I know, right? <laughs> Seriously? Quinn, back me up on this. You know what the scandal this week in the U.S. was? What? The American president saluted a soldier with a coffee in his hand. Right. Yep. That's surprisingly tame. <laughs> that, that's our scandal for the week. <laughs> That's our Obama. All right. So, wait, wait. There were two scandals, weren't there? What was the there was uh, there's there's also uh, Benghazi, <laughs> which hurts my head to even say Benghazi. So you, if you are one of the nine people whose iPhone six plus is bent and broken, we apologize. Oh. But if you want a stiff, firm phone in your pocket. <laughs> Perhaps you should turn to an Android. A Samsung. <laughs> it's a raging phoner. <laughs> as, a, as Conan, point, as Conan okay. O'Brien so eloquently pointed out. Okay, so I think we have a podcast title. Raging phoner. I mean, we stole yep. that. That's totally ripped off from a Conan sketch <laughs> this week. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, I'm Chris Privetier. I'm here in Wisconsin. My wife is actually here with me. We're going to Canada next week. So I'm um, sorry, no podcast next week. Sorry, we missed podcast last week. My grandpa passed away, so we attended services for him. Um, spent some time with the family down in Florida. Um, next week will be a celebration. Anna's brother is getting married. Yay! And uh, I get to usher, which means I think that means I get to dance while playing a connect game during the wedding. That's what <laughs> usher does, right? Yes, Chris. Yeah, that's exactly what you will be doing. I'll take you there. Ooh, baby, baby. Well, you start no. yelling at everyone to stand up. Stand up. Let's go. Come on, everybody, stand up. I still, I really liked that performance at the Xbox conference. <laughs> but only live. All right, so uh, we got a podcast for you. We've been away for a while, so there's plenty of things to talk about. Um, TGS happened. First of all, you all owe a debt of gratitude to Victor, who put feedback on the forums. Um, he said, you threatened to talk about mobile games for hours unless you got feedback. I realize mobile gaming is here to stay, but I'm begging you, please no all-mobile podcast. So for you, for you, we will not do an all-mobile podcast. Instead, we will do an all-MMO podcast. <laughs> I, I'd, actually be, I'd actually be semi-interested in doing that as a spin-off. Don't uh, tempt, don't you tempt do it. me. Do it. Um, so uh, as far as what we've been playing, what have I been playing? I've been playing all EVE Online this past uh, week. Wait, what? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> really? Yeah, because yeah, it's easy to put on his laptop and it's easy to play it's in the It's so easy room. to play in Zone Out and in EVE Online and not have to worry about anything or pay that much attention, so yeah. So I've been running L3 missions in my uh, battleship because I like to do things <laughs> that are way below not, my level. Not, I was going to say, I was gonna say <laughs> not even level 4s? Jeez, Chris. Um, I have the standing for them, but I was nervous that I would actually like screw up and lose my ship, and I don't want to do that because it's expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have like a guild or anything. I haven't joined a corp, and I don't have any support other than myself. So you have to be able to play conservatively if you don't have friends. 
So that's true. I need to um, make some friends or something. Yeah, make some friends. Uh, and then the only other thing I've been playing is ClickerHeroes.com. Go to www.ClickerHeroes.com, the official official game of the podcast this week. Is this a spinoff of Cookie Clicker or something? No, but company, but same idea. Yeah. Oh, Christ. Yeah, load it up. animations, and you get to kill It's an RPG, sort of, except not really, but kind of. I can almost afford a King Midas. I'm going to assume that somebody can knows what that means <laughs> well if, yeah he's uh let's see he's a higher tier hero or i guess mid i don't know what the high tiers are a mid-tier hero anyway yeah you uh yeah, yeah go check out clickerheroes.com the official podcast game of the week um anna what have you been playing this week um or two weeks well i started atelier rorona mm-hmm. and i started um final fantasy theatrhythm curtain call yes Special edition. Yes. The case yeah, that's the shiny. only thing I kind of really miss out on by getting the um, the import version of uh, Theatre Rhythm was because I bought it on the eShop. I don't get any like special edition anything. Oh. So I am jelly. So what do you do with those cards, Anna? Have you figured you, that out yet? Yeah, I put them all in already. Oh, you did? Yeah, they each have a little code on the you back. Didn't open, you didn't even open the packages. Oh, you're going to show me you opened the packages. All right, never mind. You just kept the plastic <laughs> around. All right. This is 321, Manny. So, and then we got on the plane, and I was like, okay, I put Persona 3 Portable on the PSP. Because yeah, it's she was already, I'm going to play through Persona 3 Portable. Because it's a game that I can play while I'm talking to people, and it doesn't take up a lot of my attention, and it's easy to pick up and put down. And then I decided, oh, I should just play a couple rounds of Duodecim first. And so I'm now 25 hours into Duodecim. Yeah, she's just been kicking the butt of Duodecim all, <laughs> Duodecim all week. It's been crazy. You played through like the du- Duodecim content, yeah, and now you're back the full, to the first game, essentially. Yeah, so I played the full zero one two story, and now I'm back in the main 13 story. Welcome Which is to, great, because uh, it means insanity. I could say Duodecim a lot. And yes. I love doing You love that. doing that. <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, beyond that, I've been playing Clicker Heroes. <laughs> well, we started that last night. And Harvest Moon the Lost Valley, because it's... Uh, You're playing a too. pre-release copy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've played... I'm playing... I think at this point, I'm playing the gold copy. Oh. Are you announcing the games in gold? Uh, not... <laughs> I wrote the press you release. Gotta be, oh, you wrote the, Are you allowed to share the info of that, that info? Uh, you got to sure. be careful, Anna. <laughs> yeah. No, that's fine. I think I've said on social media that it's basically been submitted to Nintendo, so. Yeah, take that, Nintendo. This week we decided to. Nintendo, who in the past two weeks released a video um, praising Canada uh, about maple syrup and pancakes. <laughs> or, excuse me, flapjacks. Get me Canada on the phone! Yeah, Reggie called Canada on the phone and um, said, hey... You know how we how Nintendo of Europe always shows preference to the European English speakers? How about we show some love to Canada and screw the US again? And they did. Did someone with flannel like a flannel jacket answer the phone? Hello. No. Did you didn't see this video? No. <laughs> you should I, you should search for Reggie nah, to make Canada. <laughs> it's a Smash Brothers advertisement. Yeah, they have a club S- Smash Brothers thing. Yeah, Club Smash. Club Smash. 
Smash which the U.S. Smashing. doesn't get because apparently we're surrounded by people who want to play Smash Brothers. Man, I would love if that phone call went back in time and just John Candy opened the, picked it up and said, "Hi, we're filming <laughs> on the set of Canadian Bacon here." <laughs> if only. Don't say Canadian Bacon around Anna. It's fucking it, ham. It's back bacon. It's not ham. It's ham. It's not. No, ham. that's the name of the movie. It's a hilarious. I movie. know. I've seen it. It's one of those things that you could only make fun of if you know it <laughs> intimately well all the nuances of your country or the subculture you're making fun of. Oh, goodness. Um, <laughs> what have Which you is why Portlandia works no. so well. Only a hipster can make fun of hipsters. That oh, yes. Yes. Where was I seeing the hipster I was going to send the pictures to Manny of, Anna? Do you remember? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, I what- was going to say, do you need me to get David on here to start quoting obscure football trivia. <laughs> Which type of football? The real type of football. Oh, oh yeah. So do you the guys World Cup's over. Manage. Nobody cares about that anymore. Footy, 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 footy. England, England. <laughs> England, England. Okay, good job. What What else? Uh, oh, no. Manny, what have you been playing? Zana, you're done? You're all good? Yeah. So, um... I, let me see. Last time I was here, we talked about Saints Row 4. Um, I think I saw... Uh, I turned on Skyrim, playing a tiny bit of Skyrim. Uh, still fun. That's it, I think. Skyrim. Tiny bit of Skyrim. So, just a tiny bit, though. What, did you start over, or you just... Jump no, back no, 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 still said... going. I mean, it took me like three or four years to finish Oblivion. Oh, good point. I have no problem with that. <laughs> that game is easy enough. As long as you finish, as long as by the time you stop playing, you finish the quest, it's pretty easy to come back and go, okay, what's next? Okay. What, Done. uh, okay. Hmm, what was I going to ask? Oh, John, what have you been playing? Uh, same stuff as last week. Just replace. Oh, well, we didn't have a podcast last. last week? Oh, we didn't have a podcast last week. Well, I haven't really changed that much. Um, I'm still going through Coffin of the End. I'm still playing Super Smash Brothers 3DS because you know I've got to try and take advantage of the fact that I actually have a 3DS that can play it. Ooh. <laughs> um, are you going to tell us who all the hidden characters are? Uh, yeah, I can tell you who all the hidden characters are. Do you want me to uh, start spoiling? No, probably not. Sure, because I got the whole list here. It doesn't take that long to unlock any of them. Oh, okay. Um, spoiler warning. Super Smash... <laughs> this is a spoiler. Yeah, tell us. Well, I can give you the entire roster if you want. No, just the, the hidden ones. Oh, I'm trying to remember now. Uh, Bowser Jr., Wario, Mr. Game & Watch, um, Duck Hunt, uh, Jigglypuff, um, Ness, I think is a secret character this time, Dark Pit, uh, Lucina... Uh, is that everything? Uh, no I Mewtwo. Like, oh, Rob. No Mewtwo. No Mewtwo. No Mewtwo. Still right. being replaced by Lucario. <laughs> Poor guy. Uh, let's and see. yeah, because his oh, Doctor Mario. Doctor Mario. Um, oh. Anyone else? Just I'm just kind of looking through the whole roster. Uh, I don't think Rafflei is a secret character this time. Or sorry, she's a new character. He, what, she, whatever. Rafflei is one of those characters that you can switch the gender of. Is that who's Rafflei? Fire Emblem. Oh, is that your your character? Your character in it's the opposite gender of your main character in Fire Emblem or something like that. Uh, something like that. Yeah. Um, 
and it's the same with um, villager and the Wii Fit trainer. You can switch the genders of them mm. by uh, doing the color button, the color button. And yeah, I, I didn't realize Duck Hunt was a was announced as a playable character. Oh yeah, yeah, was, um, and apparently he's kind of OP. They didn't really Help. announce him. He was supposed to be hidden, um, but the screenshots leaked uh, a few weeks ago. And I was like really happy because I think that's great, Duck Hunt Dog. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, so what is what is on your thing? You've got just um, weird characters F. Oh, that was Masu Kishin F, Coffin of the End. That was oh. that Super Robot Wars spinoff I oh, talked about all right, last all right, time. All right, all right. I'm still working my way through that because it's a lot. It's, a, it's not quite as long as the Super Robot Wars game, but it's still fairly sort of beefy, sort of time investment wise. All right. What are you doing in WoW? Oh, yeah, what am I doing in WoW? Um, basically, with the expansion patch cre- creeping ever closer, um, I decided to try and finish off the Legendary Cloak quest line. Ah, okay. Because I never actually finished it. It's like every other week you get double progress towards it, too. Yeah. Something like that. Okay. I should go back and do that, except that if I don't do it, it doesn't oh. matter because the new gear will be better than it. So. <laughs> Yo, uh, it's mostly just a sense of completion because, yeah, let's be honest, we're in pre-patch, uh, you know, pre-expansion dead zone. It's, you know, something to do as well. And also just re-familiarizing myself with the characters that I've created as well. Mm. Like how to play Shaman and actually do damage. You know, because that might actually come in useful if I do decide to keep up with... Um, stuff in when uh, uh, Warlords does actually come out. I recently got a, a Warlock up to 90. Well, I got it up to 60 and then boosted to 90 so that I could have max professions, but um, that, that was the preparation I did. Now I feel like instead of, wow, I should be going back to Diablo doing all that um, 2.1 I do stuff. Actually, I do have uh, something else. I do have something else that I forgot to put on my list as oh, well. What's that? David's reminder. Um, well, it's more. This is more David's thing than mine. But I've been sort of supporting him and also playing a little bit myself. But uh, we did actually pick up Rocksmith. Oh, because uh, David, as it turned out, did act, does actually have a. He's had a, an electric guitar for a few years, and just stopped playing it. And then we heard about Rocksmith and picked it up. Um, so David has spent at least a little bit of time this afternoon trying to perfect playing Song 2 by Blur. Which is quite fun. Song 2? Yeah. It's the second the song, song is... in the game. No, or, it's just oh, it's the name of the song. Oh, okay. It's the actual name of the song. Song 2. Oh yeah, have you not heard of Song 2? It's like one of Blur's most favorite songs. I don't even know Famous. that I've heard of Blur. Do I know Blur? Uh, a British band. So you yeah, probably yeah. But yes, um, that's actually surprisingly good. Yeah, it seems like it would be a cool thing, especially if you want to actually learn real guitar. Yeah, that's the idea. Yeah. Cool. All right. Um, well, that's, it's, that's the thing for David, at least. I'm not particularly planning on uh, learning the guitar at the moment, unless I really get into it. But. And Manny, yeah. did we cover you already? Um, I did have one more thing yeah, to talk about. Well... Well, a lot of us have new flexible pocket computers. That's so I right. I, I was going to talk about that too. You know, I, I was thinking huh, there's flexible. maybe something we should That's steal. A good one. There's a show, a 
podcast I don't know if I necessarily like because I feel so out of touch from just my worldview and perspective. But it's called the NPR Pop Culture Happy Hour. But they do have a nice little segment at the end where they say, what's making you happy this week? So it's open-ended and wide. And if you could talk about the comic book you've been reading and that show you've been watching, that album you just bought, whatever. And they usually give me like, here's two minutes. Pick one thing that's been making you happy this week. Yeah. I'm just saying, it's a good segment. We should steal it. Okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, so uh, did you want to talk about what you've been testing first? Or should I get into the, my game recommendation that I've been testing? I will tell you that I got my phone like almost a week behind when I should have got it because I had to leave the day that it was going to be delivered. Mm. So I only got it hooked up on like Wednesday of this past week. Or Thursday, rather, of this past week. So I've and had it... Yesterday, we spent most of the day getting it all sorted out. Because... Yeah, so I've basically had a full day with it. So I haven't tested much. So go ahead. So what's and... wrong Let's... with it that you need to get it sorted out? Um, When we Oh, because we're swapping... Stuff... No, yeah. no, no. It's just... No, it's just I have to call Verizon on Thursday night to do the number swaps and get my phone upgraded rather than hers. That's all. Uh... Oh, all right. And then she and get hers. She's getting the five S. I'm getting the six because she doesn't care. <laughs> and, and he does. Yeah. Um, this but it big. was my line that was ready to it's be. It's so big, Manny. Which one? The four point seven or the five point five? This is a four point seven, and it's huge. It just feels huge. And it's, it's like I think it's too big. You can go back. I don't want to get a five S. No, I have a. I had a five S. Yeah, I like the rounded edges. I do like uh-huh. that. That's that's nice instead of having the hard edges digging into your palm. We've got the gold one. It is thinner. Thinner's cool, but they're always thinner. Um, the battery seems to last longer, and this protruding camera annoys the hell out of me because I feel like I'm going to scratch it. I don't want to put a case on it. Put a bird on it. It makes it less slippery in your hands. What? The case? The phone. Yeah. I'm sure it would. I mean, that's a common complaint along a lot of the reviewers, right? How slippery what, that it is. It's slippery? Yeah, I don't care. I've been I've been dealing with various iPhone designs for however many years now. Um, if I can't figure out how to not drop it, it's totally on me at this point. Then um, why do you pay for Apple Care then? <laughs> it's a good well, question. that's part of being on me, isn't it? Whether or not I prepare, you know, take proper precautions, right? One of those precautions is a prop, is getting a warranty. <laughs> All right, cool. So you're satisfied? I mean, I did mess around with it in the store when I first saw them side by side on like on the first or second day. Yeah, those lines were crazy, though, weren't yeah. they? Uh, were there any lines of the medicine? Store. I we guess you didn't the see store. I pre-ordered, so you know it was funny. I got mine like at 10 a.m. on the on the day of UPS guy came by and it's like, here you go. <laughs> like, oh, thanks, Mr. UPS man. I was see shocked later. that the pre-order worked so well this year. And I did it right off Verizon's website, no less, and I was like, whoa. Mm. I actually didn't get that. I actually got mine on pretty late on Wednesday too, because I actually had to wait for my uh, Verizon contract to lapse before I could leave. Are you kidding me? They wouldn't let you. They wouldn't give you a few extra days early. Oh, it's like one hundred and fifty dollars if you go like a day early. They're usually wow. That sucks. In the yeah. past, they've 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 bumped me ahead like two weeks just because. So oh, but I'm you shocked. were renewing. I was just going for sure. I'm gone. I'm out oh, of there. Oh, you left. Oh. I left Verizon. Wait, so why does it matter? I'm, what do you mean? I'm, if you're leaving one company, then your contract with them is irrelevant, right? You just start no, 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 but you understand. It. But my contract ended on a Monday. I had the phone on a Friday. If I left in between that time period, well, they were going to charge me a $150 left? cancellation fee. Well, who did you go to? 
T-Mobile. Okay. So here's what you do. You do nothing. You let your you, you have three days where you're paying for two phone services at the same time, and it doesn't matter. Oh, I wanted to transfer my phone number over, though. Oh, okay. I think you can port a number without it canceling your contract. Uh, well, it was only two days. It wasn't okay. that big of a deal to me. All right, fair enough. It really wasn't. Right. And, so you, and so did you go to the store, or did you order it online? Or you, um, online. So you up. pre-ordered and just sat on it until... Yeah, so you're sitting there unopened. Okay. Went back, got Apple Care. All right. It was nice that I even have to think about it for a few days. It was no big, but you should have seen some of the lines. Like most of the lines were like like ninety percent professional scalpers. Manny, you've just reminded me that I haven't bought Apple Care yet. I forgot I have to go back in and do that. Yeah. Shit. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> I, did you mess with the Plus at all? Uh, no, I haven't been to the store at all. So. What do you think? It, it really does remind me of holding like a PlayStation Vita in my hand. <laughs> really? It's, like if, if it's like that size and it has those rounded corners and it's like a massive screen. Feels more like like a, a, a slightly smaller Vita. Anyway, uh, so the game I have been testing it out on is uh, I don't know if you heard of this one. It's called Out There. Out There. That's the. Um... I've I've had that on my phone for a couple months and I haven't played it yet. Uh, I mentioned it because it's on sale. So so people, if anyone wanted to pick it up, it's on sale on iOS and Android. You could even get a DRM free version from the Humble Store. But out there, think like FTL, but with a little bit more uh, graphic adventure storytelling. I mean, uh, choose your own adventure storytelling. A lot of resource management, mining, trying to find, trying to get your way home from being lost in a different gal- part of the galaxy, that kind of thing. Yeah. And I mention it too because there's going to be an Omega edition update that the developer is doing. And it's going to be free for IO- for current iOS and Android users where you get like a new aliens, new spaceships, a brand new ending, 50, more than 50 new interactive stories. New un- uh, they're going to fix up the graphics engine to make it look better. They're adding new music. They're going to tighten up the graphics on level three? On planet five or on six and seven. <laughs> But uh, it's like two dollars. It's totally a great game for the kind of mobile for a mobile experience. Just load it up, sort of like the way FTL is. Sit on the couch for a minute, or sit on your phone for a minute. Jump to a few planets, see how long you can survive. If you die, oh well. Next time I'll try again. But yeah, t- for two dollars, totally good experience, and it works well on the new larger screens. Totally recommended. Cool. Cool, cool, wow, cool. Apple's out of cases. Jeez. The silicone ones are pretty good. It's like, I, I'm looking in the Apple Store app. It's like, iPhone 6 silicone case, blue, available to ship by October 31st. Yeah, you got to go in the store, <laughs> man. Uh, all right. Now trending the cases. Really? Give me a break. Oh, it's a leather case. Ooh, leather case. Ooh. All right. Do we? It's funny. For someone who's such a... You you sound more cynical and jaded about this whole Apple thing than like an Android user does. I know, right? Well, point. that's I'm trying to keep it real. I'm trying to recognize the absurdity of what I'm part of. Um, oh man. So what is uh what did you play any like high end graphics? Do you got anything taking advantage of that motion or whatever it's called the uh, metal? I do enjoy the Motion Plus, the, the M8 processor. It's really nice just to have a constant way of measuring how active I am. Yeah, that is nice, way. isn't it? Yeah. You have to like enable stuff in HealthKit so it can actually show you your steps, but 
Hey, yeah, maybe I just, health kit will work soon. It is, it it is does, working. It totally works. Oh, it does they work? patched okay. it with 802. Okay. And it did work before. It just... Uh, well, it worked for the M8 chip. It just didn't work for third-party apps. Right. We needed to – they pulled it at the last minute. But it does totally work now. Cool. Um, what I'm wondering, though, is uh, did you try any of the, the metal stuff, like the high-end graphics stuff? Uh, I don't think I have any of those kind of games at the, at the moment. Okay. Yeah, I Maybe went I should through download their, the, Epic, the, the Epic tech demo. Oh, that uh, garden, the Zen garden? Yeah. Yeah, I've got that running right now. It's like, oh, well, whatever. Yeah, that's my problem. They have like this list of games that have been updated to run for metal, and it's like Asphalt Racing, which nobody wants to play, the Zen Garden, Mr. Crab. It's a bunch of crap. They don't have any actual games that you want to play. So it's like, great that you support this. This this um, There's a new graphics library that you have for your chip, but um, if no one's going to use it, who cares? So, well, no one's going to use it yet. It's only been a few days. I know. I but- mean... Th- the thing you got to remember that this – it's not like Metal's going away or it's like this is a one revision kind of thing. This is like iOS going forward. Yeah. I mean this is iOS and, and the, just like all those uh, health app stuff. That's that's iOS going forward. I mean that's great. It's going to – oh, sorry. Someone was barking outside. It's going to go on in the future and I'm sure a lot of things are going to take advantage of it and chips are going to get better and more power efficient so you can run a Metal thing and not have it kill your battery. All that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now I'm in that Zen garden and I can't tap on anything. Nothing happens. Oh. I don't know what's going on. Oh, I see. Yeah, it looks pretty. Wish there was a game. Um, so, Funatman in the chat room points out something. Forget forget iPhones for a second. Uh, are we picking up the Vita TV when it comes out in a few weeks? Um... <laughs> and I can't decide. Manny, do you want a Vita TV? Uh, I'm, uh, I don't know. I kind of do. I just don't know I'm, if I'm, I'm going like, to play I'm, anything I'm, on it right now. I don't right, have I mean, a Vita. I, I think that's the dilemma. Well, I mean, Wait, Vita you TV not have a Vita? is for people that don't have Vitas. Yeah, Manny, do you I don't have, have any modern consoles oh. at all. I don't have a Vita. I don't have a 3DS. Oh, jeez. I don't have an Xbox One and I don't have a PS4. All right. Um... Well, I don't know what you should get then. <laughs> you should yeah. get a Wii U. Wait, wait. And 3DS. Do you have a Wii U? No, I do not have a Wii U. I thought I thought it'd be funny if you had a Wii U, but you don't call it a modern console. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I say I'm interested because I think to myself, oh, there's a few. I don't want to. I don't like leaving my PS3 hooked up at this point, just because I barely turn it on. And I was thinking, like, just to have a little small box on the corner where I can play some of my PS1 classics. Uh, some. Does the, see that's the thing though. Does the PS TV play PlayStation Two or PlayStation Three games at all? No. Um, no, not really. That's see, not that what was for. So a Vita plays the, the PSP, Vita. PS Vita, and PS One games, but not all. And games, it does remote play. Yes, not all games that are on the Vita will play on the TV. But most will, though, because most developers abandon that stuff really quickly, like the rear touch panel stuff. Yeah. But I don't think it supports, like, PS1 games out of the box either. You know, the funny thing is when I first heard about the PlayStation, I mean, the Vita TV, when it was still called the Vita TV in Japan, I was really interested because Persona, I think, had, would, had just come out, like, maybe a few months before. Persona 4 and 
it looked like there was a bright rosy future for a bunch of games that I wanted to play. And it seems like the way things have turned out is that the Vita has mainly become a dumping ground for for indie games that uh yes yeah, become a, an indie game dumping ground. Like no, oh, you could also play this indie game so. here. Totally. There have been some good quality titles that have come out. They haven't. Well, you're indie. taking dumping ground in a negative sense, Anna. Okay. I don't, I don't, I don't mean a negative way at all. Bad, but it's just like, hey, let's throw it on Vita as well. Oh, okay. I don't. I don't mean it like in a negative way. I mean, if that's the only way you can play those games, that's a great way to play those games. Gotcha. Sorry. And but the thing is, though, is I feel like most of those games that are coming out on Vita, I already own on uh, on Steam or the Humble Store or on iOS. That's so fair. I don't feel that compelled to go play buy them again just to play them on the TV. Well, not even on the TV though. It would be just portable because it was the Vita. But I guess now it would be on the TV. But so Manny, let me ask you a question about iPhone. Have you noticed? Yeah. Are you noticing a lot of apps which are being scaled up? Uh, most are being scaled up right now. Yeah, it's and you can tell, and it's kind of annoying. I think there's like an eight week backlog on the iOS App Store. Oh my gosh! All right, that makes sense. Um, I mean, it, everybody is updating. I mean, the thing is, a lot of developers want to have the device in their hand to actually test what it would look like before they put out their updates. And as soon as they all got them, they went, oh, this is ugly. We need to change it. So, but by then, the yeah, backlog gigantic. I, I'm confused a little because I didn't watch the keynote for the 6. This is the first keynote I haven't watched <gasps> in forever. You can watch it go back. Put it, Watch it on your uh, YouTube TV. On, well, because for, I have like actual things I can do instead of watching a, an old keynote for a product I have in my hands right now. Um, <laughs> oh, don't be so condescending. Come on. Well, what do Just I need to watch it, it for? Because it's interesting. Obsessive? Okay, is it really? I thought it was It was All legitimately right. one of their most interesting keynotes, and they just moved, moved, right. moved. There was I'll no put fluff. it on while playing Clicker Heroes, then. There, was um, no, there were no charts. There were no graphs. It was, hey, we're doing great. Let's move on to the business. Do they explain, like, the, the aspect ratio and, like, that they scaled it up, like, perfectly or anything like that? Yeah, they explain everything. Okay. Yeah, because I didn't realize it would do that. I thought, like, it'd be bigger and there'd be black bars on the apps, but they seem to scale exactly into the corner. And I didn't expect that. Um, so that's the case, huh? They just kind of stretched the screen. They kind of clicked and dragged, huh? By the uh, way, but... videos look great on here. I don't know if you've been watching any video content. Like, yeah, it's like, I think it's delightful. There have been times great. when I've been just watching videos on my 6 now that I would normally have busted out the iPad for. But now this feels big enough for video. Um, and the interesting thing too is that there's also a, a zoomed in view mode. So there's, I mean, this is I really did that. It's old man mode. It's great. It's like, <laughs> I, I don't even mean that in a bad way. Like old man mode. I think it's great for anyone who has a, like a hard time seeing things or needs some slightly bigger stuff. That's fantastic. I mean, that's. I mean, you could either choose to have more content on the screen or just see the same old content from before, but much larger and much bigger. I mean, that's great. That's fantastic. Which, Give by the way, if you have an app that hasn't been updated, it's essentially in zoomed-in mode. So, that's great. So, um, is this is this the beginning of uh, iPhone a device gentrification where we have too many different resolutions to have to support for the no. iOS? No, 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 because it's still at least only a handful of uh, OSs you need to support. All right. Which it makes it much better than the former Android problem. The former Android problem. Uh, it's I think it's becoming a lot less of a problem on Android where I th- Do you have any Android we- tablets? No, I do not. I'm waiting for this new Google one. I don't know when it's coming out, but assuming they have one, I think I might pick that up. And I'm then- too bad you didn't try out the Nexus, not the Nexus. Uh the Razer 
tablet. I want to hear from someone who has one of those. Uh, when did that come? Sorry, out? I've only got an Xperia. Um, it came out like a little while ago. It's like the, a gaming focused tablet. It's got like a quad core GPU oh, is in that there. The, is that the Nvidia? Is that the Nvidia one? No, the Razer yeah. Edge Pro. Oh, is it also Nvidia? Okay. Yeah, it is. It might, be had the, it might have like Nvidia yeah. chips. In oh, there. dude, it has a Core i7 processor and an, a GeForce video card in it. So brilliant. It's a tablet. It's a PC. And a wait, no, this is an Android. Then I've got the wait. Wrong it's a seven-inch tablet. Seven-inch. Yeah, this Android is tablet? the Edge Pro. This is the actual Windows machine. Oh, um, then. Hold on. Jeez, let me. I can't even let remember me, the name of it. Tablet mode. It's a full-functioning Windows 8 tablet. So that's no good. Um, no, we that's want not the one. the one I want is products. The Blade? Is it the Blade? Maybe. I'm trying to. Because the remember. Edge Pro is is not. Oh, tablet. It's the. They're calling. I think I'm pretty sure it's Razor, right? Yeah, the Blade is a laptop. It must not be. So if I go to the Edge. Yeah, it's the Razor Edge. There no, that's go. a Core i5 processor and a GeForce. It runs Windows you're 8. You're right. You're right. That's a Windows 8. What is the new Razor tablet? Oh. Uh. <laughs> So, who has this? So you know, you that's probably confused? why that's, it's... That's why it runs so many games. <laughs> Jeez. Running freaking Windows. <laughs> yeah, it's a great gaming tablet, because it's running Windows. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, anyway, it's back to the video. <laughs> back to the uh, the Vita TV. So, anyone else going to pick one up at all? Or do you, does no one else... I'm does very no tempted to get it for... Wait, why? Hold on. No, I don't remember anymore. Um, if there's any Vita games I want to play on the TV. Yeah, that's the thing, though. I I, I really thought it was going to be like, oh, man, I'm gonna, I need to get this so I can start playing Persona and all these other games. And those games never really manifested. It just became, oh, you guys also get uh, uh, Hotline Miami, Hotline Miami 2, uh, Lone Survivor, Binding of Isaac. And I'm thinking, oh, but I can already get all of those games right now and not have to spend PC. any money on hardware. And I just run a, a, a HDMI cord, and it's on my TV. And it's like, eh, eh. I don't know. Um, is it the Shield? Is it the NVIDIA Shield? Was I, I was totally wrong about it being even Razer, right? Yeah, uh, you're talking about the Shield. That's been out for a while, though. The Shield is the thing that is uh, either Yeah, but they have a new 7-inch tablet, though. Oh, do they? That's what it is, yes, because they remember. They had the old, it's the new NVIDIA Shield tablet. That's oh wow! Yeah, I just went to I just googled Nvidia Shield and I've got this crazy video up. Um, let's see, built to be brilliant. It's eight inches. Okay, full eight HD, inch extreme performance. It's using the Tegra K1, which uh, is Kepler based. Okay, whatever that means. Uh, front facing speakers um, has a stylus. Is that the controller doesn't come with it? Well, I mean, who cares? No, if that's it, the big selling no, point. That no, if the controller came with it... Wait, this controller is a selling point? Oh, it's like half the thing that it, there's a, they made a, they made a, a companion controller. Well, shouldn't you just be able to use any controller that you like that works with Android? That's the selling point, man. If you see any pictures of it, it's always next to this big honking controller. I wonder if it's good. Okay, so what's on here? So this is like running the, uh, the shield in Android mode. Oh, no, but it does, it'll do the streaming as well. Okay, so it's just the same as the other shield. So it's an updated shield. It's a tablet. Okay. Um, here's the problem. Since it's not integrated with the controller, how am I going to play it in bed with a controller? Hmm? Uh, but you can buy it separately. For 300 bucks for 16-gig Wi-Fi, 
32 gigs for the Wi-Fi slash LTE model. 400 bucks for that one. What do you do? Um, that's a lot for an Android tablet. No? I guess not. Um, If you're a hardcore gamer, that's what you want. Why? If you're a hardcore gamer, don't you go with the Razer one and get play all your games? Honestly, I think if you're a gamer... Get an iOS. Get a, even if, you're a if you gamer, have, just use your PC. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, but I always say that even if you have an Android phone, I'd still think like an iPad is still uh, worth considering as a tablet because they're really good tablets with a huge software library mm. of like tablet dedicated apps. Yeah, and I see a lot of even like on like hardcore like yeah, I even see a lot of people who would never use an i an Apple phone ever still think oh yeah I totally have an iPad to do these. Very specific games. Play board right. games. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, they've got such good board games on the iPad. Um, let's see. What do you do with this? NVIDIA Tegra K1 192 core Kepler GPU in a 2.2 gigahertz ARM Cortex A15 CPU with two gigs of RAM. That's a nice. That's a nice spec tablet. I bet that thing kicks butt. I don't know. What I you bet play that on plays uh, Grand Theft Auto Vice I, City. What are you playing like a on? Monster. It? So here's what the, here's what they're advertising. They are showing Portal 2. Trying to, um, is that it? Come on, what else are you advertising for this thing? And then the rest is all about streaming your PC games. It's like, uh, Half-Life 2, I mean, really? Half-Life 2 and trying to, and uh, that's all you've got to advertise here? Yes, I think that's the problem with a lot of these things. It's just, it's games you've played elsewhere. If you're serious about gaming... Those games have happened already. I mean, really, it seems like you buy this thing and it's so you can run your your mobile games, which we all know what we mean by mobile games, generally free to play, and that look really that can take advantage of the graphics and look really pretty, but they're still mobile games and do you really want to play them? War Thunder was the other one they're showing off. Whatever. I'm looking at the top twenty five games on Metacritic for Vita. Yeah. Not a single game on here that I want. I wouldn't be interested in playing. What? What about Persona 4 Golden? Yeah, but not enough to buy an entire console for. One game? Mm, All right. Did you have a PSP? Did you play Persona 4? No, I was going to (laughs) play. Okay. Never got around to it. Uh, No, you don't tell me you were not. It was years before they announced Golden. You should get around to it. Should, 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 should. Get to it on some console. Maybe. I don't care how you play it. Just play Maybe. the original release. Maybe. Maybe? Maybe. For Persona 4? Come on. For 100 hours of my life? Yeah. Wait, wait I, I'm confused. Do you, do you feel... Here's... This is a question I have about gaming in general. Do you feel a need to complete many games? Does that validate your gaming time more than just playing one good game for a long amount of time? See, that's the thing, though. It's your judgment of what a good game is and what's worth my time. So you don't believe Persona... Okay, so you don't like playing those long Persona games then? Did no, you, no, that's not did it, Did you though. try I mean, three? That, that, that's the thing, though, is that I have to... That's an interesting question, too. There's a lot of assertion of your worldview in that statement. Like, yeah. I feel like this game is one of the best games of all time. I think it's worth everyone's time. I think you should be... Pl- this is more valuable Well, that's why I'm trying to back Annie, up now and understand where you're Is it worth your from. time? I legitimately don't know. Okay. I mean, that's the honest answer. So, like, I legitimately don't know. I think at the at the very least, I, in reality, in practical reality, I haven't felt like it was worth my time the last like five, four or five years that it's been out, because I would rather have spent that time elsewhere. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 
I mean, it's like I don't even mean it like in a condescending way when I said like, oh, I don't play uh, handheld games anymore. People thought like, oh, he's he thinks he's better than playing DS or PSP games anymore. No, the reason why I didn't buy a Vita or a 3DS is because I slowly realized that I was buying a lot of DS games. As soon as they came out, I was pre-ordering them and I was buying them. And I realized, wait a minute, what am I actually sitting down and playing like Strange Journey or the new Tactics game or Dragon Quest Nine? And I was like, well, you're just not I, playing I, much of anything right now, though, right? No, I I play console games. Okay. I totally do, and I play. Um, but it's just I just realized even when I was playing games like ridiculous amount, even more so than I am now. Back on my, I was playing more 360 games. I was playing through all of Oblivion. I was playing Fallout, playing Fallout New Vegas. I was playing Mass Effect series. I was playing a lot of games, big games. But I just realized I just don't play mobile games. Any- I mean, not handheld games anymore. And it wasn't like some like say, value judgment. It wasn't some value judgment. It was anything like that. It was just I just realized, oh, when I do have time, I'd really rather watch an old show. Or when I do have time, I'm listening to a podcast. When I do have time, I'd rather play. I'd rather play through a, through a game on my TV than sit on the couch and play on this DS. And it wasn't even like a conscience I would rather. It was more like just realizing by my actions, oh, I'm actually not playing any of these games. Well, what have you been playing on console? Skyrim, right? Lately? Yeah. I played through Saints Row 4, played some Skyrim, playing some Deadlight. Okay. Uh, being hmm. honest. I mean, yeah, no, you just have to look at your actions and go like, oh, I keep on buying these, but I'm actually not playing them. I think that's a very adult thing to do. <laughs> and I think that we've all sort of done that to some extent, but the way we've come out of it has been different. So Manny got rid of all of his portable consoles. I just stopped buying games unless I was going to immediately play them. Well, that's that's great advice. I, well, I, more of us no, should do that. Manny's done more than that. He has no current gen machine of right. any sort, even console. You know what it is, too? I realized I spent so much money in the last generation of games, and I worried that if I buy a new generation, I'd be like, I only want to play the new stuff. I'm asking you to play a game from two generations ago. (laughs) No? No, that's the thing, though. I have to realize... I I don't know at this point if I would. I still have the original... I still have the original PS4 that came with the the fancy uh, art book when you pre-ordered. PS4, huh? I mean, PS2. That came with the art. Persona 2. Oh. No, pers- I have Persona 4 on PS2. <laughs> oh. Oh, you already have it? You should play it. Yeah. It's great. I bought it the day it came out. Yeah, throw what? in your PS3 upscale. Maybe. Good to maybe. Go. We'll see. We'll see. You have a 60 gig PS3 or what? Yeah, I do. Yeah, you're good to go, man. Maybe. Man, you, do, you don't even need to buy it. You could skip the whole generation. Just play that game. <laughs> Come back with PS5. <laughs> All right, well, let's move on to the next segment. Um, uh, I wish we should get into that as a topic later. Maybe that could be a question, too. What? what? What's the question in that what that we can address question? the people? Question of the week. What is the question? That's what he's asking you to figure oh, out. I've got to figure it seems out. like it's a good conversation point to hear how other people feel about these. How about, about this. Um, oh, um, so, yeah. I mean, how do you feel about your gaming? Would you rather spend it all into one good game, or do you feel like completing games kind of validates your gaming time more? Or better, or how about even as like a subset of that? Um, I, I, I do you feel like your gaming habits need to change at all? Have based- they changed? Oh yeah. yeah. How have you adjust? I 
What insights have you had lately that have caused you to change your gaming habits and become more adult with them? This is a very complex question. Yeah, it is. That's why, I would like, like, I, I'm totally with Anna at this. I point, want feedback. I, I want feedback over because we didn't really get any this week, um, other than that one letter that saved you all from a mobile gaming podcast, which we've kind of given did, you it anyway. Didn't save them, no, yeah. <laughs> um, here's here's what you got. Um, uh, you you send it in to podcast at email uh, podcast at email dot com podcast at rpgamer dot com. Um, and you can also send it into um, 608-729-4098. That's our phone number. Call up and leave us a voicemail. Or you can post it on the forums at board.rpgamer.com and uh, find the thread there in the latest update section. And importantly, you need to... Um, you got two weeks to do it, so you need to give us lots of those because then we can have a really good conversation in two weeks. Oh, so we got a question in the chat for, for you. and I, I guess let's throw Quentin in here too. Are there any titles in our backlog that we haven't gotten to yet, but um, we still really want to play? Oh, man, yes. Hundreds. Yeah, I think we have quite a few, though. <laughs> now, I did really good last year in the March Madness because I basically felt like I cleared out everything in my backlog that I really wanted to play. There are other things in my backlog that I could play, but they weren't jumping out at me. Um, just this past week, uh, or two weeks ago, I installed some games that I've been dying to play. And uh, let's see, what were they? Uh, Van Helsing 2, we really want to play. Mm-hmm. We haven't gotten to yet. Um, let's see. Oh, I didn't install it because it wasn't out yet. Um, Shadowrun Dragonfall, the director's cut, just came out this past Friday. Oh, I've been damn, I was I hoping really want to get into that. Okay. Um, well, I, I, I wasn't. I know you've been it. away. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Wasteland Two, those all just oh, hit. Also, Divinity's been killing me because I'm liking playing that game. I just don't have the time to to make good progress in it. So that that's in my backlog and kill me. But I have played it, so I guess that doesn't see, count. See, that's the thing. I mean, that's the thing. When I say to you, Chris, not that. I think Persona 4 is going to be a bad experience, but you just mentioned like two or three hundred hour plus games back to back. Yeah, you're right. And that's no good. <laughs> and there, it's not like these are bad games either. So you got to ask yourself, like, how many hundred hour games do I have Can't left do in my life? Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I'm trying to figure out is how do I choose what to keep and what to cut? Because I have to cut some. And it's just accepting that I have to cut them is important. And then now I have to figure out how. How do I cut that? <laughs> oh man, there's so many good like I, I wanna play I wanna go back and play Crackdown. I've never played Crackdown, I've heard such good things. That's in, been in my backlog for a while. I'd love to do that. Um I've never played a, a number of SPF FPS games like um Gears of War, never tried that. I'd love to try that just to know what that's like. Um, if you want someone to play online with, I can totally go through that again. Okay, sweet. We should do that. Let's plan that. I know um, you. I know you and Michael are supposed to do that, but yeah, Michael. screw him. He's not doing it. So I'll. I'll play <laughs> with you. Um, you guys could stream it. Too. I totally, uh, Manny. I would play with that with you this week. I'm that into it. Um, that'd be great. Uh, let's see. Um, uh, hold on. I'm going through. I'm going through. Um, oh, Peace Walker. I haven't played that. That's been in my backlog for a while. Teasing. Me. I'd be interested to hear your take on the story. Mm-hmm. I I recently went through Peace Walker, which was a mobile game. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a mobile. <laughs> See, Anna, my, my, my thinking has changed so much on this, hasn't it? Uh, <laughs> I need to finish Psychonauts, but I've actually played it a bunch, so that doesn't count. Let's I, I see. pulled up my game list right now to see what's up. There, is, there was a... Oh, Radiata Stories looks awesome. I want to play that. It's good. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, t- f- Trails in the Sky. 
I hear awesome things about Trails in the Sky. I want to play that. Uh, if I'm going to play it, I'm going to play it on PC. And, well, we have it, so play it. Yes. Oh, you bought it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I didn't remember if you did or not. Yeah. Um, let's see. I'm looking through my list. I haven't finished that many games this year. Games. So I, I would say the highlight of, of this whole year has been Reaper of Souls as far as big games I finished. Oh, I need to finish Valkyria Chronicles. So, so far I finished Saints Row 4, Dead Space 3, Peace Walker, Reaper of Souls, The Room, Toy Soldiers, and Toy Soldiers Cold War. Nice. So seven games. Oh, I've got Zero Escape on my backlog. Um, And all the Yakuza games. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to burn out fast. On those. (laughs) Super Mario 3D Land and Super Mario 3D World. Super Mario Galaxy 2. Um... I would count Galaxy 1, but I've played it for an hour and a half, so. Let's see. Oh, I have so many games on my backlog. The worst part is, though, is that there's so many Steam sales, so many Humble sales. You just get more and more and more. Yeah, I've I've bought, like, four Humble bundles in the past two weeks. That's why I stopped buying Humble bundles. There's just too many (laughs) to keep up with at this point. At this point, point, they're so cheap, I don't mind it just to pad out my totals. Just why not? Just have them sitting around. I think it's to the point where you you have to. It really does become a question of where do I spend my time, yeah. and maybe even less so, like a question of like validating your game by playing more. Maybe you just ask yourself, well, I could finish three games I'm really interested in, or I can play one game that's going to take me the same length. So you know what I mean? I could, I could oh maybe I can finish uh, Sleeping Dogs and uh, and Splinter Cell and Republic or something. Or I, I can honestly just... think both are good, and you just need to go between the two. Like now, I should do a, a time in my gaming where I finish two or three games. Now I should do something where I get into something pretty heavy. You know, I don't know. And I love how there's no room in these like these lists for like a Dota, which doesn't end. I, I don't even know how you factor that in. You know, if you if you're getting into Dota, it's almost like it replaces all your ta- uh, your gaming. Yeah. And the, and it's like and the funny oh, thing is Zeno this is sagas. also competing with yeah. your time with your family, your friends, your wife. This is competing with time for you going out and exercising and being a healthier person. Blade. His I gaming Xenoblade. time does not interfere with his wife time because if he's gaming, <laughs> I'm gaming. I'm in a unique situation on that one. Right, but it also maybe unique. interferes with the. Say, there's a brand new series you want to watch on Netflix that interferes with this time. Right. It's just. All time. Time is the ultimate currency we have here. Not unique in regards to this podcast, but typical American family structure. You know, you have one person that's a gamer and the spouse is like, what are you doing? You're wasting your time. Oh, maybe that's not the case. But if if your significant other doesn't have another another hobby that's equally time consuming and they can do by themselves, it could be a problem. Or a hobby that they can do while you're gaming that, I mean, that's the thing that me and Chris like. It's like, yeah, sometimes we sit on the couch together and I cross stitch while he games. And we have a conversation about the game and we have a conversation about cross stitching. We have a conversation about the tea in China. But it's nice no, because we get it's... the tea from Lupicia. So, yeah. <laughs> but it's nice Lupicia. because com. even though we're now. not doing the same thing, it's still really good together time. Yeah, I, I totally get why there's uh, not to put words in uh, Michael Cunningham's mouth, but I totally get why he's a die hardcore advocate of handheld gaming. Because I seems do like, like be, it. it. I think be, it's good. 
between his odd job and then having a spouse, significant other who isn't so much into gaming, it totally makes sense that, oh, you know, get gaming in whenever you can. Get in between breaks at work. Maybe no, go home. No, I have and- to do it because my damn wife is streaming um, Paper Mario on the TV and I can't use it. <laughs> yeah, I never have to fight for the TV or anything like that. So it's mm. like, I, I feel like I can play That's what why I you want don't need a Vita TV. Because you don't have to fight for your TV. If you did, you'd need you'd use Vita TV, play your console in the other room. Yes. Maybe. Maybe not. Oh, what and- were we talking about? Oh man, we got deep in that. Uh we should we should hit some news because you got a hard stop, bud. So Oh, that's right. An hour. Cool. Yeah. Let's go. All right. So beep, 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 let me search beep, for this week. TGS was this week. Yeah, there was a lot of TGS stuff. It's gonna be you're gonna hear it all over the place in here, so hold on. Uh let's start. We had someone visit TGS, right? From the yes, site. Gaijin. Cool. He goes most years for us. When he can get the time off of school. Hold on, I'm having issues here. Come on. Do it right. There you go. Um, while on. you're waiting, I can do I can right. talk about the games with gold for Xbox three. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit me up with games with golds. Okay, so this time games with gold uh we have for the month of October Battlefield Bad Company Two is gonna be uh your first game for the first half of the month on 360. You guys remember that one? Battlefield Bad Company 2? And yeah, then on the I second half... That. I actually beat Battlefield Bad Company 2 on the PC. I've been interested. In, I was going to buy it recently, too, for like $5. I'm glad it's I didn't. not that great. <laughs> <laughs> and secondly, an RPG for us, for um, everyone in the audience, uh, Darksiders 2 on the second half um, of October. That's not... The, I don't know that those... Those are not very strong options. Uh, Bad Company 2, everyone was beloved. Beloved? Yeah. Well, they liked my, it. They liked it well enough, but Bad... I don't know. Hmm. Beloved? I think people really enjoy that game and the, and the characters in that game. Okay. I, I think it's David's favorite Battlefield game, actually. It's all right. I, eh, all right. Well, whatever. Let's and uh, Darksiders 2, so if anyone hasn't played that one... I'm, most people haven't played that or bought it. Yeah, so here's your chance. there a reason for that? Uh, I think timing. Timing? You don't think it's With, the game's fault at all? Uh, it's probably... Yeah, it's not as good as the original was, but at the same time, it wasn't a terrible game. Okay. I think it just bought, it bombed more than it probably deserved. Alright, so where's this Halo Reach? I should get free Halo Reach, right? Oh yeah, get it now while you still can. And secondly, to. you could totally play that co-op too if you wanted to. Oh, seriously? And for yeah, that's weird. I've never done that with a Halo game. You could totally do it with all the Halo games. Yeah, I know. I just okay. He just and never for Xbox has. One, I don't get. I don't chariot. have Xbox friends. What do you want from me? <laughs> Go ahead. I need Xbox friends. <laughs> all this right. is a problem that can solve itself. I don't know where the game is. Um, do I already have go to it? the Game with Gold website and then click on the I did. Halo thing? Oh, the, on the on the top icon, there should be like a row of stuff. You click on the controller. Thanks for buying Halo. Oh, it's previously purchased. Okay, so yes. Okay, so Xbox One is an Xbox ID title. That that's their indie game initiative, a Chariot, and I think you'd still get um, Super Time Force. Is Crimson Dragon finally going? Yeah, yeah. Away. Okay. 
it seems like for the uh, for the for the Xbox One stuff, one game will be will be available for two months, and they'll just cycle out the old game. Ah, I've been picking them up just in case I eventually get a one. I don't have all these games on my account. That'll be great. Just download it. Like, oh look, games that nobody liked. All right, let's play them. <laughs> eh? So mean. why not? Well, it's. I think it's true, isn't it? All right. Well, whatever. All right, so that's cool. Well, I think people like Super Time Force. Yes, they yes, do. People really they like do. Super Time Force. I didn't mean to imply that one. But I'm looking forward to playing Bad Company 2. And I'm kind of, it's kind of funny. I realize how old my backlog is getting because a lot of these games are either getting HD remakes or they're getting free versions. <laughs> yeah, when you start getting free HD remakes of games you bought when they came out on launch day. Then you realize, oh, shoot, I've been I slacking. Have, I have a gaming problem. And I just think it is it's like, oh, I got Disgaea 3 remake on my Vita for free. I bought Disgaea 3's collector's edition when it first came out. Oh, exactly. Oh, or like, oh, great. I got Sleeping Dogs. I can't wait to, oh, you just announced the Sleeping Dogs HD remake with all of the stuff. For $2 on my PC. Oh, wait. I guess they HD, they've got an HD remake of Sleeping Dogs coming. Well, no, I wouldn't say remake. It's more like the the PC version for Xbox One and PS4 with oh, all okay. the all the yeah. DLC. Should I get Destiny? No, no, I don't think so no. either. Yeah. Okay, no. <laughs> good, solved. <laughs> you no. won't like how much time it takes. To... Well, they're gonna patch it. Wait, you already <laughs> like, patch a better game into it. I saw a uh, I saw a topic on NeoGAF which was basically don't play Destiny, play Warframe. <laughs> Really? Well, uh, yeah, you would like that, wouldn't you? Because you, you're big into Warframe, John. Or Quinn, well, how about yes. this? I was going to say, don't play Destiny, play Defiance. It's the same game, but better. <laughs> play Borderlands. Wait, is Defiance better than Destiny? It, it, it executes more on what Destiny promised Isn't than that Destiny. Is that the sci-fi was. one? Yeah. And is Based that the one you do some stuff for Tiffy, or not? Please. Warframe. Oh, you do Warframe? I thought you guys had a... Oh, you Falling Skies you do stuff for. Yeah. Falling Skies is the show I always confuse with Defiance. Oh, yes. Because it's the yes, same thing do. where it's a game <laughs> and a sci-fi channel show. And so Siffy, is Falling please. Skies. It's not Siffy. It is not Siffy. <laughs> Siffy. It's Siffy like syphilis? What? I, no. I'm done with this. Tokyo Twilight Ghost Hunters coming to Europe next year. This is what you've been waiting for, right, John? Arc System Works is Toko- Tokyo Twilight Ghost Hunters? Uh, no, the only Arc System... Wait, Arc System Works? Yep. No, the only Arc System Works games on wait, game I'm waiting for is Persona 4 Ultimax Arena. Okay, well, that's Arena. almost here. I've got a review code for that, actually, to use on Sunday. Um, nah, but you, Europe is delayed, isn't it? Oh. Uh, it's delayed until November, but we have a special edition coming, which I've already Ooh. pre-ordered. Because... Are we covering Persona 4 Ultimax? No. On the site? No, no, not especially, because it's um, not... If anyone wants to write it up, send it over my way. Be featured number one top of the page for elements for elements yeah i think uh i think we're gonna stream it me and anna fighting against each other on sunday night might be fun no i'm gonna lose maybe just for an hour and then i'll play gears of war with manny or something (laughs) gears of war wait wrong wrong franchise gears of war anya gears you know that's only half never change wait what okay uh, Devil Survivor 2 is, uh, it, it exists, uh, Break Record, which is a, what is it? It's an enhanced port of Devil Survivor 2. So, Anna, you should be excited about this, right? I am. 
It's going to be um, coming out in Japan in January 2015. No idea when it's coming out in the U.S., but uh, hey. Probably it's, it's Christmas 2015. Did you play Devil Survivor 2 already? Oh, yeah. So you want to play it again? Oh, yeah. Okay, there you go. Oh, this is an, like an HG remake as well? No, For it's what? like a enhanced it's, port. Yeah, so they had Devil Survivor, and then they had Devil Survivor Overclocked. For 3DS? Yes. Right? And then, oh, wait, it was only 3DS in the U.S., wasn't it? Um... I don't remember. So Devil Survivor was DS. And Overclocked, on top of being 3DS, was an enhanced edition. So this is... Uh, Devil Survivor 2 was DS, right? No, 3DS. Oh, jeez. So this and is going to be an enhanced also be 3DS? 3DS? Yes. What does that mean? Oh, whatever. What does I mean, mean, they did a bunch of really nice things when they went to Overclocked. They tweaked so a lot of It's like of the Fest demons. edition of Persona. Yes, you know? it's Fest. Yeah. All right. It means they can milk their SMT fans for a little bit more. Squirt, squirt. God Eater 2 Rage Burst was uh, recently announced before TGS. And there's a trailer, so you can go check that out on our site. So more more God Eater games coming. Um, Is it God Eaters or God's Eater? It's just God Eater. Okay. God Eaters, apparently. I'm wrong. God Eaters. Whatever. Mitsuru kicks a bunch of people's butt in Persona Q in um, on these videos we have up, so you can go check those out. Uh, a bunch of trailers from Persona Q. Get excited for that. Coming out November 25th in the U.S., November 28th in Europe. Uh, let's see. Tides of Numenera has a trailer now, so you can see that, yep, that's an old-school PC RPG. <laughs> Are you excited for that at all, Manny? Uh, I don't have any experience with the Planescape Torment, so... I don't know. Well, it, I mean, think any of those old Infinity Engine games, right? So, oh, I think I'm interested in them in theory, but then I saw people playing like Baldur's Gate 1 and 2, and those are just way too old. Well, this is a newer one, at least. Um, I, Pillars of Eternity looks interesting. As long as they can modernize it up nicely like that one, sure. Okay. Uh, let's see. Yeah. I was trying to figure out who was whispering, and then I realized that it it's was the, the trailer. trailer. <laughs> Mysterious magic. Yeah. Magic, magic. Oh, whatever. So they got a trailer Mysterious. I've seen before. Um, let's see. Bloodborne has a Western release date. Um, that lines up with the... Oh, wow. All three regions. February 6, 2015 is Bloodborne coming out on PS4. Uh, isn't that, is it only sunny? Yeah, it's only sunny. That's cool. Right. And let's see. There's a new trailer that came out at TGS. Oh, and there's a collector's edition for the U.S. For 80 bucks, you get a steelbook case, an art book, and a digital soundtrack. You're right, Chris. That's, that steelbook company. Man. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Printing money for nothing. Uh-huh. You don't need them, guys. But they, um, they it probably cost like five cents to make. It is like the default collector's edition content now for like almost everything. Um, I'm more interested in the collector's editions that don't have a steel book. Uh, the Legend of Dr- Grimlock, uh, an R- a RPG dungeon crawler that I finally got to the point where I th- realized I don't actually enjoy playing it. It's getting a sequel. <laughs> oh boy. Um, it's also getting an well, iOS for all the bazillion the other people who do enjoy playing it. This is good. So it's going to be 25 bucks. You can pre-order it now. And I'm sorry, what did you say, Manny? Oh, I'll tell you a little bit more about both. Uh, yeah. So the first, the original game is getting a uh, tablet port very soon. Oh. Ooh. And 
Hmm. The the second one has a lot more outdoor environments. It takes place on an island rather than a like a giant tower that you're descending. How do you? I've been wondering this while I was watching the trailer. How do you segment the outside world into square grids? Same way you do inside. <laughs> you know, it's like everything always lines up. When I'm building, it, there's at least a, some adherence to somebody set this thing up in squares. Outside, it just seems weird to me. Okay, you have rectangles instead. Yeah, well, whatever. Giant rectangles. All right. Uh, and let's see, what when is it coming out? Do we know? October, I think. October. Oh, that's not very far from now at all. So you can check out Legend of Grimlock 2. Um, I, I, I will check it out. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to pick it up when it comes out, though, necessarily. I want to see more about it because the leveling and up and stuff. You need to start doing what I did. Yeah, what's that? you keep a running list of the games that you want. Okay. That's what I do, too. Because I think it will better organize. The calendar that we have is good. But yeah. I also think the list will better organize the things that you want on Steam. Well, that's what the Steam wish list is for. Yeah, but you don't use them. Yes, I do. Hmm. I've, got a, I've a got a fully populated Steam wish list, Anna. Speaking of Steam, our big gamer has a Steam curator page. We do. Thank Did you, you? Are you the one who filled that out? I am. That was good work there. That was you really went through everything we've done on Steam reviews. It was great. Yeah, it's a good it's a good opportunity to link to old RP gamer reviews, see some old RP gamer content, while at the same time finding some new games. I, I just look all the time you took. You put quotes in for every recommendation from the original reviews, and you link to the reviews. And yes, it's, it's thank great. you, Manny. Um, if I had more time, I would have done more. But I, I think had to you've run. identified every JRPG on Steam too. It's <laughs> a good job. There's a few more we can add. I think uh, if we add, if we make a Mac an administrator, he'll add even more stuff. Well, we should do that. I didn't know he was in the group or not. Let's see. Uh, we got a big, long video f- about The Witcher 3. And they talk about how Geralt research stalks and kills his prey. And they've got a trailer, so you can watch uh, um, how, you know, instead of got game footage while they're talking it through. Um, so you can go check that out if you want to learn more about how things are going to work in Witcher 3. There's a Zestiria, Tales of Zestiria trailer, uh, so you can go check that out. It's all in Japanese. We only have a Japanese release date for Zestiria. And then while we're talking Zestiria, there was some other news for Zestiria. It keeps on sounding like you're mispronouncing Vesperia. That's but what it sounds like it's, to me. Ves, it's Zestiria. They're putting Neon Genesis Evangelion characters into Tales of Zestiria. Did you hear about this, John? Uh, uh, you mean what, more cameo character? Uh, sorry, cameo costumes? Oh, yeah. They're, are they just costumes? Okay. I believe they're just costumes. Okay. Given that previously, um, yeah, they are. I think it was Tales of Graces F had Star Driver, uh, Tales of Zillia and Tales of Zillia Two had um, Cold uh, Madoka Geass? Magica costumes. There's Cold Ge- Geese costumes, and in... yeah, Cold Geese costumes for t- in Tales of Graces as well. Okay. So yeah, this is hardly unusual. So e- Evangelion costumes in. Well, they maybe not norm- in the U.S. version. <laughs> yeah, they, the way they normally allocate them is usually to carry through uh, voice acted jokes. So they basically hand a costume to the character whose voices them, like normally. Wait, so you're saying that there's a lot of uh, Evangelion voice actors in the Japanese version of this game? You think? Quite possibly. Wow, <laughs> uh, that is that's that's actually a clever way to do it, isn't it? Um, let's see. 
it wasn't the case. It's not uh, the case all the time. I don't think well, Richard. Don't in, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think Richard in Tales of Graces F is voiced by Jun Fukuyama, who did uh, Lelouch in Code Geass, but I'd have to look that up. So coming out of TGS, we have a new trailer for Etrian Odyssey Untold 2, The Night of Fafnir. That is the remake of Etrian Odyssey 2 for 3DS. I want this so bad. Do you? Yes. I thought you want Persona Q so bad. I want all the things. You want all the things so bad. All right. Um, Arno Surge has got an opening. You know, they got a trailer. It's it's out, and we don't have a review up yet, do we? No. Okay. I have a, I have a friend of mine who's very interested in that. Okay. I'm not so, quite so. Uh, Pierce Solar has uh, on some details about its PS3 and PS4 Steam and Ouya release. September 30th is the date for those, so that's just this Tuesday. Um, and they've got a, a trailer up for it, and you can check Man, that out. I, just re- I recently found out that Yves Bahar was be- one of the guys behind the design of the Ouya. That really disappointed me. Who? Yves Bahar. Who's that? A famous industrial designer. Okay. What what else is, like what's one of the things he's known for? Uh he's done the Jambox, uh I think the Jawbone up and well a lot of the Jawbone line of products. Mm-hmm. He's also responsible for this uh, the OLPC. Okay, cool. And uh I can't remember the name of these glasses, but they're these glasses that are giving they're giving away to children in Mexico that are flexible, they don't break, and they have fun, colorful designs because the glasses that kids So he designed a this- box and inside the box is something you don't care about and that upsets you? No, I just think it. When I hear about how bad the controller is, I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh, do you think he designed a controller too? That's what oh. I'm thinking. I'm like, this guy's oh. supposed to be like the next. Controllers are hard. Johnny Ive. Controllers or are hard. Not everybody they can are. design a controller. Um, I don't care what you. Yeah, you can make nice looking boxes and, and cases, but that doesn't mean you can design a controller. That's the thing, though. That's what it comes down to, right? Yep. There's a giant video of. Um, <laughs> Mr. Torg and Sir Hamelock walking you through a bunch of stuff happening in the new Borderlands pre-sequel. Um, it's long. It's funny. Go watch it. It's on the site. Um, I enjoyed it. Anna enjoyed some of it because she likes hearing Mr. Torg shout about things. And uh, Sean Cooper over at Lucifer.com thought it was brilliant. Um, <laughs> so if that matters to you, Lucifer approved. Uh, Hyperdimension Neptunia Victory Reborn is... <sighs> Oh, gosh. Hyperdimension Neptunia Victory. That's the third Hyperdimension Neptunia game. It's going to get a remake called Hyperdimension Neptunia Rebirth 3 V Century, and it'll be for the Vita. So this will join the other two, which have remakes that they've already been making of the uh, for the Vita. Uh, Japan-only announcement at this point. I'm sure we'll see it um, uh, eventually over here. Um, we haven't gotten Rebirth 2 yet. That'll come out early next year. And Anna will play all of them on yeah. Vita, even though she had me pick them all up for her on PS3. Because she's a mean person. Whiner. <laughs> Australia's going to get Xenoblade Chronicles on the new 3DS in uh, 2015 at some point. We know when. When do we get Xenoblade Chronicles on the 3DS? When we get a new 3DS. Oh, we have to wait for the new 3DS, which is also 2015, right? Oh, but Australia's getting the new 3DS in 2014. Yes. Yeah, they're lucky. It's the only. It's the only best thing that's happened to Australia in gaming in like 20 years, right? Ever. <laughs> and they just have to pay five times the price for it, right? Isn't that how that usually goes there? Uh, Tokiden. What's Tokiden? Tokiden Kiwami. John, you you should know this. It's a Japanese game. 
Oh, thanks. <laughs> it's coming out yeah, in I Vita should... in both America and Europe. It's, I don't know, it's an enhanced version of Tokiden The Age of Demons. And I know that the Japanese version of this enhanced version comes with a cute fox plushie if you get the collector's edition. I have no idea what Tokiden is, but you fight demons? I guess? I don't know. That's what I'm assuming. I know nothing about Tokiden except there's people in elaborate samurai costumes fighting big monsters. So there you go. Hit the weak point for massive damage, I guess. Millennium 4, Beyond Sunset. What is it? Oh, this is an indie game. Okay. So this is a Millennium series of indie games. It's out for six bucks. It's on Steam. Is it early access? No, it's just out on Steam. Go check it out. Okay. Square Enix said, hey, we don't have enough Final Fantasy games on Steam. So they put up Final Fantasy 4, you know, the iOS slash 3DS version with the 3D models. It, that's up on Steam now for $16. And they're putting out Final Fantasy 13 in October 9th for 16 bucks. Which that's I've already kind bought. of exciting because then you'll be able to mod it. Why are yep. they equating the price of these two games? Do the, does that seem right to you? That because they should both be they 16 can't bucks? charge less for it than they did on iOS. Well, so and the MSRP of 13 is 19.99 on consoles. Yeah. That's why it's stupid. I, this is a case where I think they should have made 13 20 bucks. But when they bring Chris, it down to 16, Chris, stop advocating it, for more prices. I know, I know, but when they make it 16, they just um highlight the ridiculousness of Final Fantasy 4's price. I just it's just weird. All right. Well, whatever. So they're both sixteen bucks. Um, what's different is their international prices. So four, check this out. Four Final Fantasy four is sixteen dollars, fourteen and a half euros or eleven pounds. Thirteen is sixteen dollars, thirteen euros. It's cheaper than Final Fantasy four, or eleven pounds. So if and it's got a there's a sale, there's a temporary sale on as well. So did you buy it on euros? You should have bought it in no, euros. No, I bought save it in pounds. Well, you didn't Chris, save money, do you know though. Valve kind of frowns on that? No. How does that work? Can't well, you use either? You're in Britain. No. No. Oh, really? You have to use the. Uh, it's uh, we, it's the problem use, with the. You guys refuse to right truly now. accept the euro, so you can't use them. Yeah, pretty much. If right. if you went if you went to a shop here in England and handed over a bunch of euros anywhere basically outside of the very touristy parts of London, yeah. you'd probably get laughed out of the shop. Oh. So. Well, do people have signs up like, "Yes, we take euros." Yeah, in the one or two places that do. Yeah, what language do they post those in? English. Oh, that's right. You guys speak that there. All right, good. That's dumbass. <laughs> This is the problem with the trading system right now is sometimes games will be very cheap in Russia. So people will buy like 100 copies of it Russian mm-hmm. and then trade it to people. Oh, cool. Yeah, no, except sometimes the games are in Russian. Oh. With no English support. Well, all right. Well, if you know ahead of time. Except you don't. It's mm. a it's a trap. That's a trap. Well, the- the other thing to consider is, while I know people do it, and I know people get away with it, um, it is um, buying things, actually trading, like, actually exchanging money for games on the Valve store outside of your assigned account region is grounds for Valve to ban your entire account and remove access to every oh, game on it. So, no thanks. No thanks. 
You can use VPNs to unlock games early. That's not a problem. But as far as I remember, Valve really doesn't like you spending money in foreign countries. No, no, no. You're not spending money in foreign countries. It's people in those foreign countries. Are yeah, yeah, no, no, no. What I'm, I'm just saying um, that also can well, happen. What, what if I'm? What if it's a game now, that's only released in a foreign country, like um, Canada? So that generally doesn't happen on Steam. Now there are cases where I have bought a game because Ninji really wants it, but it's like. $50 euro and it's $30 US. So I just buy it for him. You gift yeah, it to you him. Can, yes. you, yeah, you can gift cross-region. That's not a problem. It's, I think it's actually using a VPN to change your region. Oh! Yes, they do not like the, that. Which they really don't like. So instead, just have a friend in that region who do, does yes. it for you. Yes. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you, got, oh, you get cheap prices in the US. You should add me to a Steam list and buy cheap games for me. Okay. Sounds good. So. Do, you need Tropico bought... <laughs> Do you need Tropico 4? Do you need Tropico 4? Chris, I sent you a Tropico. Did you get my Tropico? You sent me a Tropico? I sent you a Tropico 3. Oh, I didn't see. Let me see. Let me see. It should be um, in your uh, DMs. 17 your new DMs. items in... Oh. Oh, you didn't send it to me on Steam? No. I have 50% off Nidog for owning Hotline Miami, apparently. Um... But yeah, no, I I pre-ordered uh, thirteen on PC mostly Memoria, because of the I've got a bunch uh, of that. modding potential. Because even if I, I I even if Square Enix doesn't release thirteen at ten eighty p at sixty frames a second, some enterprising modder out there is going to do do that anyway. So hmm. I think I figure that's a win-win for everyone. Not to mention they've also announced that uh, 13.2 and 13.3 will probably be on PC before uh, like spring next year. Which also gives hope that uh, either uh, Final Fantasy 15 and or Kingdom Hearts 3 will also come out on PC. That's a bit more of a you know wishful thinking, but... That's a, that might be a bit of a stretch. Well, I don't know. Square Enix seems a little bit more willing to... Um, Embrace the PC as a viable release platform for its up major JRPG franchises now. That's true. I mean, what is, yeah. what is Quinn's Twitter? They ask. Let's see. Oh, oh, uh, that's Noodle. Never mind. You can message her privately. So I'm going to my Twitter, Manny, to look for my. Yes, your in. direct messages. Okay. Hold on. I need to click and click heroes a little. All right. DMs. While Chris does that, remember follow our Steam curator page. RPG, you can find it through either the curators, team creators page, or through our RP Gamer group on Steam. How do you. How, okay, just search for RP Gamer on Steam. Or you can just go to the Steam curators. Cura- join our RP Gamer group while you're at it. Yeah, join the group, follow our curator page. Yeah. We got some fun recommendations, and it's growing all the time. During the, I added two games during our conversation here. Well, there you go. Hmm. Sweet. All right. Well, back to the... Uh, all right. I got your link, Manny. Thank you. Yeah. Have um, some Tropical 3. Tropical 3, because I need that. <laughs> I saw that that was on sale, and I was thinking, mm, nah. <laughs> Deep Down has uh, a story trailer out, but uh, voiceovers are all in English, so you can go check that out on our site if you want to learn more about Deep Down, which some people have said is the best-looking next-gen game. Really? I heard Metal Gear was the best looking next gen game. I don't know what is. I heard Final Fantasy fifteen was the best. I know, right? Yeah. We have we finally have good looking next gen games coming out. Let's let's take that away. All right. 
There's Type 0 details that have been released. Uh, Final Fantasy Type 0 HD on PS4 and Xbox One will be out in North America on March 17th, 2015. Japanese and Europe on March 19th, 2015. And March... Oh, I'm sorry. March 19th or 20th. You know, the dateline and all that. Uh, Final Fantasy Type 0 will include a code for the demo of Final Fantasy 15. And uh, episode Duché. Duché? Duché. Episode Duché. Um, it'll feature sections from the opening portion of the game, and there's trailers and screenshots. You can go check that out on our site. So, yay, Type-0. Everyone getting Type-0? Well, start from the fact that I've already got it, but... Oh, all right. Do you like Type-0? Um, it's all right. Just all right, huh? Mm. Well, it's all right. The HD right. version it's will been... probably be better, because it's better it's balanced. Been also quite a long time since I played it. It did come out quite a while ago. Let's see what else we got. Uh, Final Fantasy Explorer screenshots. Uh, we got some new characters being shown off in Bravely Second. Uh, they showed off the uh, the three musketeers of the Crystal Orthodoxy Knights. You, Jean, and uh, Nikolai. A bunch of story details I'm not going to get into. Um, and they've shown off news jobs. I mean, you know, story, story, story. I don't want to spoil it all for you. Bravely second. More details coming out of TGS. Um, get excited for it, but we still don't have a date for the U.S. Do we? I don't think we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no word. No word. Not even a confirmation that it's coming here. Uh, let's see. Divinity Original Sin got a big, important patch. Uh, this broke just before I left um, last week. Uh, you could get the bear and the burglar. And it's two new companions, um, Bear Daughter and Volgraf. And the two companions are the two missing like character styles to complement the other two companions that are in the game. So like there's a tank character in the game and a mage in the game. So now they give you a um, um, a ranged a ranged damage dealer and a um, uh, uh, a rogue. So now, like, you know, depending on how you started your characters in your party, you may have felt that the two included companions that you get for free in the first town didn't really complement them well. Well, now they've got these two new companions, so they should complement your team very, uh, much better um, if the, the two that came with the game didn't feel right. So that's, that's really cool if you wanted to use, like, the voiced, fully um, realized companions. Of course, you can still go to the Hall of Heroes and just hire people. Um, and, yeah. So let's, uh, yeah, that's it. So a big important patch for Divinity. They've uh, improved a lot of that. The, they're trying to make the, the co-op experience a lot better, where now you can be drawn in to all the dialogues that your uh, co-op partner is doing instead of missing them like you could before, which was really annoying. And they're, you know, they're making progress. So they keep uh, pumping up Divinity. Uh, I think in anticipation of an eventual like um, console port or something. So I think we'll see that eventually. Uh, there's a new trailer for Alpha, or excuse me, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, the new Pokemon games, uh, and the the legendaries are in the trailer. So if you like looking at Pokemon porn, there you go. Uh, let's see, Dragon Quest One and uh, yeah, just Dragon Quest One, I guess, came out on iOS and Android. Uh, so if you want to buy, play Dragon Quest One on your mobile device, it's three dollars. Manny, how how good are the Dragon Quest games on mobile devices? He just said he was leaving. Oh, he's getting get a cup of matcha. Let me let me fill it in for you. Don't buy. <laughs> so this one might be better. I don't know. Uh, it looks like the controls are the same. And man, 
Maybe I could put up with them for a simple game like Dragon Quest 1. I don't know. Let's see. Some game called Moero Chronicles being localized into English for Air- for Asia. Why is this on my list? I must have got confused because about it. Because there's a new service that's localizing a bunch of games. But um, for Asia. Yeah, but I mean, you can buy them from anywhere. Yeah, so if you... But it's... Uh, Gwyn, I think, bought a game off of there, didn't is it? They're PC. Wait, what, what they, playism? Yeah. This isn't. This yeah, isn't. No, no, no. This isn't playism. Oh. oh. This is for Vita. Oh, my bad. I haven't checked playism in a while, though. Yeah, because Sony's made this announcement at their TGS conference. So. Ooh, my bad. So if you want to import a Vita game, which is kind of a pain, you need a separate Vita for it, essentially, unless you want to keep swipping your Vitas back and forth, uh, which is real annoying. Um, let's see, we already got that. Oh, check this out. Check this out. If you get Final Fantasy Explorers in Japan, that's like the Final Fantasy Monster Hunter game that's coming out, um, which I really hope comes out in the U.S. because I want to play that with people because um, it sounds like a casual Monster Hunter game, which is like, oh, that should be great. Uh, first print copies of Final Fantasy Explorers in Japan feature a special quest. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. That's dumb. That's not what I want to talk about. The They get... Yes, with the game of the of the of, yeah. So Final Fantasy Explorers, you buy it in Japan, you get a code to download Final Fantasy One for your 3DS, and it's an it's like a remake of it. It's like all fancy looking. It is remastered art. Um, it supports like 3D, where like you're you know, uh, and it looks like 2D sprites on 3D backgrounds. So like the buildings and the towns might be in 3D. But, like, in battle, it's 2D sprites, so I don't know what's going on. It's a weird mesh of 2D and 3D. And, of course, it will be in 3D, so, like, actual 3D with your eyes 3D versus... With my eyes. Final Fantasy 1 for the 3DS is coming with Final Fantasy Explorers, Manny. Aren't you excited? Um, But that's only in Japan. Well, I'm sure... If we ever get this game, it might come out here, too. Mm. No? Maybe? We'll see. I don't know. All right, I'm back. I got my cup of matcha and I got my matcha chocolate pocky. So, so um, uh, Dragon Quest One is out for iOS. Manny, should we get it? D- don't you own that game like a hundred times already? Dragon Quest One. I actually only own it oh, one time. Dragon Quest One. I thought you meant Final Fantasy One. Oh. Dragon Quest One. Uh, Final Fantasy One. I would like this remade version for uh, for 3DS. That'd be cool. Well, whatever. Um, uh, let's see. I don't know, man. Pocky. You know, if you like the Final Fantasy games, now with iOS 8, there are bundles. You can buy all yes. the Final Fantasy games on iOS 4. $67. Yeah. <laughs> now, we... We, we already owned most of them, so I finished so we, out the bundle yeah. for five bucks or whatever. Yeah. The nice thing yeah, is, is if you own part of them, you get a hefty discount. Yeah. So we now own all the Final Fantasy games on iOS Including yeah, I would say is uh, it's pretty good. I like Except the bundles. For some problems here that there, pricing but... is ridiculous. Seventy bucks. <laughs> like, what kind of bundle it is that? It sounds stupid, but it actually makes it's sense. a discount compared to how Square right. is pricing them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you actually save like five or ten dollars. I wish it was a bigger discount. I wish it would, it would essentially be buy buy five get one free. Yeah, it's really only like a five dollar discount on like a twenty dollar game. Is what I think. It should be add up the prices for all six games or whatever it is. Divide by two. There's your bundle price. But whatever. Final Fantasy 15 is no longer being directed by Nomura. We seem to all be okay with this. The game's going to actually come out now. It's going to have fewer belts. Oh, I don't know about that. I think they're keeping his character designs. Oh, my bad. 
Of course, they revealed a, a trailer for Final Fantasy 15 while we were gone. Um, it's also oh, known on, as Final Fantasy 15, awesome, the road trip. Was, yes, no, 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 the broad trip. The broad trip, yep. <laughs> to be honest, I, I know I've seen a lot of criticisms about the character oh, designs. I'm but excited. No, I actually do actually quite like this. I like this too. I want to play it. I can't wait for Final Fantasy The Road Trip where you're staying in hotels and stuff. The only problem is it sounds like the combat might be one-button combat. Like they may... Uh, yeah, you should probably speak to Mac about that. Why? Well, because I think I, I seem to remember a comment on his Twitter which was along the lines of, if this is the one-button combat... It was a link to a, a video or an article or something. And it was, if this is the one-button combat that people are talking about, then I'm totally okay with this. Hmm. Okay. So uh, It's a little scary if they make it too casual. But what bothers you? Oh, no, the casualness. Well, I mean, who wants a game where you just press A? I don't know. I think you... my bigger problem is this, though. Is we're having a conversation about mecha- the mechanics of a game that we're yeah. probably not going to see for three more years. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> coming out point. next year. It is coming out next year somewhere. Is probably it really? Not, probably not here. I wouldn't expect it here next year. Um, oh, I might. Act, uh, look, if it doesn't come out on PC, I might actually have to get a PS4. But who Wait, cares about any about that? What? Isn't it only like 50% done at this point? Oh, 55% I don't done? I don't care. I don't care. Guys, none of that matters because the end of the world is at hand. Square Enix has made an actual Shinra Corporation. <laughs> it's over. This is done. Shinra Technologies Incorporated. It's a cloud gaming company based out of oh, New York. Right. They are not actually a power company. If they were, you should really be scared. But <laughs> we've got. I really wish they would have called it Shinra Corporation. I don't know why they're calling it Shinra Technologies instead. I think that's kind of dumb. They should have gone all the way with it. But um, yeah, maybe Shinra that name was already taken or something. I was well in the Japanese version. Was it Corporation or Technologies? Do you it know? It was Corp. Uh, it was Corp. Was corporation? Um, right. I've got to try and translate this now. Yeah, he's got to translate. <laughs> anyway, a real Shinra is being created. It's cloud gaming. Ubisoft is on board. I don't know what's who oh, wants this. Christ. Why? <laughs> Not excited about really, Ubisoft. Do you really want me to read this out? Yeah. Shinra Dengeki Doryoku Kabushinki. Oh, sorry, Kabushiki Gaisha, otherwise known as. Shinra Company. Shinra Company. Okay. Yep. Or Shinra Shinra Inc. Or Shinra Company. The full name, of course, being Shinra Electric Power Company. Mm. So uh, here it's Shinra Technologies Incorporated. So it is Shinra Inc. Kind yep. of. Yep. Except we got technologies in there. But all right. That's that's great. I think that's so great. Um, what is Shinra? At? Shinra is what new something. Uh. New Sun. Shinra. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I can't. Uh, uh, I don't recognize the second kanji. Okay, maybe Hang it's a not second. a reference then. I figured it was two words together. But it is. It's Shin is. Uh, well, no, it's using the uh, kanji for uh, God, Mind, or Soul, and the second one is uh, Gauze, Thin Silk, Arrange, or Spread Out. Oh. <laughs> what? Oh, that's kind of like the live stream then. The souls, yeah. Being so spread the out. spread out, the, yeah. the spread out mind, as it were. Yeah, that is probably the translation. That might be going. referencing the live stream. I don't know. Whatever, Shinra, awesome. I, I think the company will fail, and no one's going to jump on board. But whatever, cloud gaming from Square Enix now to join the Sony offering to so- to join um, on Live, which I, is still around. Believe it or not. <laughs> okay, 
maybe oh, more. Oh, hang on. What? Um, Shinra comes from the first two characters of Shinra Bansho, which stands for everything covered by by God, a Japanese four-character idol and homophone variant of Shinra Bansho, all covering forests and 10,000 things, a Buddhist idol which has come to mean all of nature or all of creation. Oh, all of creation technologies incorporated. Perfect. All right. (laughs) Add a little bit of random factoid there. No, I like that. That's cool. So Unchained Blades developer Furyu has announced a, a new thing called uh, the Legacy. The, excuse me, the Legend of Legacy. It's an upcoming 3DS RPG. It's being made by former SquareScoff developers. So let's see who's involved. Uh, the illustrator from the Saga series, Tomomo Kobayashi. Uh, the designer from the Saga series, Kyoji uh, Koizumi. Uh, background art by Misako uh, Tsutsui from Secret of Mana. Composer will be Hamatsu from Unlimited Saga and Final Fantasy XIII. Uh, Masashi Hamatsu. Uh, and the text direction is from Masato Kato, Chrono Trigger, and Final Fantasy VII. So that's a lot. That's an all-star cast there. Um, yeah, maybe they're not all as well-known as Sakaguchi, but hey, a bunch of uh, Japanese guys working on a game. It's a 3DS RPG. Might be great, might be crap. We don't know. But they're all getting together. It'll be out in Japan on January 22nd, 2015 for the 3DS. They've got a website. And oh, that's it. That's it came out of TGS. Sorry, um, I've, I've just noticed the... Um... The topic title for NeoGAF's PS Solar thread. Yeah? This JRPG has blast processing. Ooh. All right, speaking of things getting blasted, Blizzard has thrown out Titan. No more Titan. Titan, the MMO, they're done. They tried. It failed. They tried to reboot it. It wasn't going anywhere. They decided this is not the sort of game we want to make. Is what's shaping up, and so we're done. So that's it. It joins uh, it joins such other historical games as StarCraft Ghost and, and Warcraft, Warcraft Adventures. Adventures. And I, people liked, I, I think people are taking swipes at um, Blizzard for doing this, but I think they no, deserve it's, kudos. I, it's, it's always good to cancel a game that you know is going to be bad or isn't turning out good. Um, but um, I, what, and that the problem the to do it is just how much so- money they've blown on it. Uh, and, well, 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 two things, though, is that you have to remember when they started development on this, it was seven years ago, and the MMO landscape looked very different seven years ago than it is today. Yeah. Tell me about it. So the what's idea, next like for Now Blizzard, people get though? angry at the idea that you have to pay a subscription for a game. Like, what? You expect me to pay for this? <laughs> well, but what do they do next? I mean, WoW will d- continue to decline, and at some point when you either have something as big as WoW, or they have to be diversified into a bunch of mazillion little Hearthstone things. Hearthstone is making them so much bank right now. Is it? Right. Oh, yeah. Right. What they need is another Hearthstone or stuff like that. And they realize, like, wait a minute. if we, we well, can... They're working on making as many of those as they can, it looks like. so. Oh, yeah. Heroes of the Storm is going to make them even more money. Yeah. And from my understanding, that is they have a small one of the things that team. they said in their statement about this. It's, it's like, we realized that we didn't need to make another World of Warcraft. We realized that we could make smaller teams, more agile games like Hearthstone and um, Heroes of the Storm. And be happy and be profitable and do the thing, do crazy things that we want to do. Well, does this mean there's no real future for big MMOs? Yeah. They're just going to fade away and that's it. Just no more big MMOs. Well, until like we get like a, the MMO from star ocean three, where we can all just live in there in virtual reality. Crud. I thought. Why, why, why are you referencing that instead of Sword Art Online or .hack? 
Oh, trying to do something more re- more recent and relevant. Yeah, than Star Ocean Three, a game not as because when I think of games, the most ridiculous. You're just so upset ever. about that story twist, is what you're upset about. It was so. Dumb. <laughs> oh my god! But you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they if they hinted at, at BlizzCon if they started showing their cards and they're like, "Hey, maybe we have another small game on the horizon too." Hint, hint. Yeah, but speaking of BlizzCon, did you see uh, the the virtual goodies that they're giving out this year? No, I didn't. Where do I see that? Here, let me give you throw you a quick link to everyone in the chat while I describe it. So uh, first, we have well, it seems like because there's this great network of Blizzard titles now that you can get digital stuff for everything now. You can it's great. You buy one thing, you get something for no matter what game you play, you're going to get a little something. So. Uh, there's a new like uh wait Gromlock Gromlock oh, pet. Oh, it's a Gromash. Yeah. Merlo- um, Merlock. Yeah. You get like a compass back for <laughs> Hearthstone. You get card backs for your Hearthstone cards. All right. You of course you get the standard portraits and, uh, and decals too for... that no one ever uses yet. Um, this actually seems pretty cool. You get some new transmogra- transmog weapons in Diablo, which actually look pretty cool. I've seen the whole set, especially like the monks like blade fists. And, and a mount final, for Heroes of the Storm. Yeah, like a digital, like a digital mount, and like, like a sort Tron of like Tron horse. Yeah, a Tron <laughs> horse. There you go. Good. You get a Tron horse and a Tron portrait for Heroes right. of the Storm. Perfect. And uh, have they announced who's playing? Uh, they probably won't do that until like the week or two before. Okay. Oh man. BlizzCon. Shit. November seventh, Anna. Sorry. I'm going to lose this battle in Terra Battle. Aww. My first time losing. So we've been playing... That's another thing that came out since the last podcast, right? Um. Well, it's out in the Canadian App Store. In the Canadian App Store, Terra Battle, that new Sakaguchi game, is out. We've been playing that. What did you been thinking of that, Anna? Um, it's fun to play in small bursts, which is exactly how it's intended to be it's played. It's super grindy. I'm finding progressing in it to be very slow. Um, and that doesn't seem like the well, part sort of, of that is play we need. I'm better at playing than you. So. Well, okay. So you're awesome. Thanks. You just leave it on that. It's just, I'm better than you. So, yeah, of course. <sighs> I don't know. What else do you want me to say? I think it's slower for you than me because I just, this is the way that I think. And it isn't an intuitive way that you think. Thanks. I'm not saying you're stupid. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. All right, I'm out of news stories, Manny. You got anything for me? Um, oh, wait, I know. I have some things to plug on the website. Uh, cool. So plug see. some stuff, and then I'm out of here. Okay. I have an appointment at the Genius Bar. Why? Reasons. Stuff broke? All right. Reasons. We've got impressions up from TGS. We have impressions up of Hero Bank 2 and oh, Fantasy man. Star Nova. What? what? If there was one game out there right now that I wish not to make it localized, it would be Hero Bank. But it's a Sega game. Uh, okay. Um, it's about professional wrestling? Um, sort of. <laughs> it's really weird looking. All right, go read the impressions of that. We also have impressions up of Tales of Asteria and Tales of the World Rev Unicia. 
Revunitia, Revunitia, whatever. Um, John probably knows what those are. Actually, I kind of don't matter. Oh. The, I don't mind about the second one. I haven't really been keeping up with it. I'm more interested in Zestria. Okay. Um, Screen Enix impressions. We've got Final Fantasy Explorers impressions, Type Zero impressions, and Bravely Second impressions. And also a Seal No Surge, CL No Surge offline and Arno Surge impressions. All up right now on the website. You can go check them up. We've got a whole button for TGS 2014 on the right side of the page. You can go click. And then we got some reviews. Uh-huh. Uh, what? Uh-oh. Did I not tag them? Okay. We got a review up of Fairy Fencer S. Three out of five by our own Alex Fuller. Natural Doctrine, four out of five. Whoa, I didn't expect that. I did not expect that game to score well. Natural Doctrine, are we like one of the only good scores for it? Yeah. Oh, are we? Okay. It's hard, he says. PS4, PS Vita, Michael Apps wrote the review for that. Go read that. Um, yeah? No, I was just thinking, I, I just love that. I think people are starting to get to know our personalities at RP Gamer, right? Yeah. I would say so. If like you, maybe you know if you're like you agree more with an Adrian than out, and then you do a, a Sam Walker than a Glenn Wilson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so just right. remember though, get to know the people who are writing those reviews oh, because whoa! Adrian and Outen gave a score other than three out of five. Um, Tales of Exilia two, two out of five. Ouch. Funny, I actually think it's better than the first one. Let's see, here, here's his little summary. Returning Exilia cast are still terrific, but the plotline is absurd and self-contradictory, so it's a Tales game. There is a ridiculous amount of recycled content, so it's a Tales game. There's hardly any new content, so it's a t- All right, sorry, I'll stop saying that. Bad pacing and story structure, he says, but there's a plus. 100 cats! I don't know what that means. <gasps> oh, yeah, there's a lot of cats in okay. that game. <laughs> there's a lot of cats? All right. And then finally, rounding out the reviews for the week, Rhyme Berta, R-I-M-E-B-E-R-T-A. Mike Menke reviews it two out of five. Go read the Two out of five. Go check it out. Is that a, uh, oh, that's PC. Okay, so is this an indie game? A Japanese indie game. Is this a playism or something? Yes, it is. Yep, that's a playism game. All right, cool. I love playism. That's cool. Have access to Japanese. Uh, what are those? Um, Dojin? Doshin? What do you call like indie games in Japan? Oh, Dujin. Dujin. Okay. That's cool. Or Dojin. It's D O U J I N, if you're keeping track. I am. All right. That's all I've got. So, um, with that, um, I'm going to ask Manny, um, since he needs to take off, what are you going to play next week? Uh, all right. But next time I want to steal NPR's segment. What's oh, making me happy? Well, then, <laughs> okay, Manny, you can answer since we know you're going to complain anything anyway. Tell us what's uh, making you happy. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> You hear me visibly throwing things? <laughs> <laughs> well, what are you going to uh, play? I want to finish up some Skyrim. I I, I max. I spent too much time maxing out my armory skills. I know, My right? blacksmithing skills. I did that too. It's like one of the first things I did in that game. And the worst part is a bunch of people leveled up with me, so now my armor is not even that strong anymore. I'm like, ah, oh, oh. damn it. I passed the threshold. <laughs> but okay, so I'm going to finish off. I want to try to finish off some Skyrim. Um. Yeah, I think that's my goal for now, Skyrim, and maybe if you can, I'll get you on to either do some Monster Hunter or some uh, Gears of War. Can we do both somehow? We should plan it. If anyone wants to play either Gears of War 
or Monster Hunter. So we're going to stream Halo, Monster Hunter, let us right? Know. Is that the plan? Stream Monster Hunter and get Michael? Can you stream it? Will you stream it? Uh, we could. Yeah, we if have we do the iOS one. Yeah. The iPad. Yeah. So. yeah, totally. All right. So anyone who wants to interested in watching that, let us know. We can totally do that. Yeah. Um, anything else? Uh, I guess that's it. What's making you happy, Manny? What's making me happy? I would say, oh, I, I bought a TV, so that's what making me happy. You have a now that I'm able finally back to play some console games. Right. Uh, I ended up just picking a cheap old, uh, a cheap old crappy Vizio TV. You bought a used TV? No, just a, just a, the 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 modern Vizio stuff. Uh, okay. They're cheap enough, and man, the quality is good. Like the jump between a Vizio HD TV right now and say like a thousand uh, dollar plus Samsung and or Sony TV isn't big enough that it's probably that is really worth the extra money. Which is why like it's everyone's top pick, like including CNET or whatever for like top TVs, because you could pay a lot more, but what you pay a lot more for generally isn't. You're not getting that much more, and most people aren't that observant or can even tell the differences as much. Do you know what I mean? So it's like if you're gonna spend more, you need to spend a lot more to see big differences. So it's good enough. It's good enough. So good enough. Yeah, as as it good enough. Nice. Yeah, yeah, looks fine. Yeah. Good enough. Which yeah. makes me kind of pissed though, because they just announced that they're doing their first line of 4K TVs, and apparently their 4K TVs are going to be like uh, starting at a thousand for like a 50 inch 4K. And apparently they're pretty good. I think The Verge says what they saw so far seems pretty interesting, which is like that's pretty cheap for a 4K TV. It's like a thousand dollars cheaper than anyone else. Hmm. And the reason why is because they're doing a lot. They did a lot of their own R and D on that, rather than use outsourced parts from other from other companies. They did a lot of their own R and D, and they found that like they're saying they found new ways to do uh, put in their LEDs, and they put in their quad core processor to future proof it. And they're doing a lot of stuff to bring down the costs, but maintain quality of a 4K display whilst still putting in the smart apps that people come to expect. So at the very least, it's going to be a very good 1080p TV. With uh, plenty of room for 4K content in the future, starting at like a thousand with a decent design. It's not the thinnest or fanciest looking TV, which is not why you buy a Vizio TV anyway. But for just a very base level, good quality level of, of display picture and some smart apps, and it's it's probably the best value you can do. So it's got smart apps. All right, good. Yeah. So that's interesting. I just wanted to make, mention bring that out there now that we're going to the holiday season maybe somebody wants I don't know why you would want a 4K TV right now though. there's what where's there any 4K content anywhere uh, unless you're like exporting directly from your from your DSLR right I haven't got a clue but I just want to let everyone know new cheap ass 4K TVs coming soon like within a week or two <laughs> so cool I'm surprised Chris not that you're not going to jump on the 4K bandwagon yet no uh, the the content problem and I don't have nothing. I mean, what am I going to do? I don't know. <laughs> it's like, seriously. Um, oh, that worked. I'm sorry. I just found a keyboard on iOS 8 that um, it's a GIF keyboard. Oh, yeah. That's been making the rounds. Every, everything <laughs> you said is a GIF. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm going to play. What am I going to play, Anna? Uh, what did you just send me? I sent you an image. <laughs> I'm hungry. What do you want from me? Um, let's see. I'm gonna play. I don't know. 
Um, probably what Manny talked about. <laughs> like Gears of War or Monster. Oh, I know what I'm going to play. Oh, this is, this is so easy. So it, it's going to be two weeks till the next show. Shadow Mordor comes out on Tuesday. That's going to be the big one. Rave reviews. Yeah, but you're not yeah. going to have any chance to play it. I know. We leave Thursday morning. But I will try anyway. Uh-huh. And Are you going to skip gaming? No. I, I will mention this before we leave, or before I go in particular, is that uh, Shadow of Mortar, uh, it may not be the deepest RPG, but it certainly has quite a few RPG elements and a, and a leveling system. And if you liked Assassin's Creed, you like uh, maybe Darksiders, you like some light RPG stuff, it's a good game. I mean... From what I'm just from what I'm hearing described, it's sort of like the KOTOR, the Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic of like the of the Lord of the Rings universe and franchise. Where even if you don't like Lord of the Rings, this is still such a well constructed game and such a well crafted game that your your love of this game will go beyond that. So like just like Knights of the Old Republic, even if you didn't like Star Wars, it was a damn good RPG on its own right. I'm I'm super looking forward to it. I think it'd be great. Yeah, it sounds it sounds fantastic. Uh, and I and love what I played, I played it, PAX. I, I played like an hour of it, and I enjoyed that hour. And I thought, like, there's something to this. Yeah. Uh, so I don't. I'd be interested to hear more from RPG people how much it scratches that itch. What the heck? Isn't that great? I can't tell what it is. Isn't it a seal? Open up your messages and click on it. Um, all right. Um, maybe. I John, what are you going to be playing? Stuff. Okay. Really. I don't know. I'm a bit bit random with games at the moment. All right, that's fair. Um, I did actually. Speaking of uh, Dushin games, I went and looked at players, and I did just pick up uh, Danmaku Unlimited Two just because it was there. Danmaku Unlimited Two, got it. Mm Mm-hmm. How does that work? It's a it's a shmup. Oh, what? Where is that on? It's on Playism. Playism. Do I not have that? Hmm. I don't know. Do you? Well, I should get it if I don't. Oh, that's great. One of the gifts is somebody bending an iPhone 6 in half <laughs> with their bare hands. Did you see that by uh, Consumer Reports? There's only nine broken phones or whatever? Oh, but also Consumer Reports actually tested all, like, all the main top-of-the-line phones in an actual... like with the actual. I love how the guy who did it said, for science. I'm just going to use some science here and bend with my bare hands. Oh, that's what this gift is from! <laughs> I guess he just said, like, he kept on saying science so many times, like, you have no idea what science is, do you? Yeah, yeah he bent a lot of phones. Consumer Reports uh, actually did a, a nice scientific test. They, uh, they wow, a, they actually put, measured how much force it takes to do it. Yep. Yeah, ima- imagine that, what you can do when you have actual tools and scientific measurements. Hey, actually, but, like, the iPhone 5 and the, and the Note 3 take more force. They do. So, so they do need force. So yeah, all right. It's been largely overblown. Uh, Apple made some design compromises, but they're still within the limitations of, like, for example, like the HTC One has the exact same bend force as a iPhone Six. Sure. And you know, hear a lot of people about. I'm sure there are a few, but I'm sure you don't hear like the massive people complaining that their HTC One is breaking in their pockets. How about either. this? Don't sit on your damn phone. No, it's Anna. It's not sitting on the phone that's doing it. It's having it in the in the front pocket and it bending Fine. along with your body. Don't wear skinny jeans. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, actually, the the funny thing is, I read the post like days ago before it blew up about the guy who said that. He's like, you know, I put it in my pant pocket, and then I went to a, a wedding, and after like a night of drunken dancing, I came back and I realized, like, wait a minute, go back to the part where you said drunken dancing. <laughs> 
But I should be allowed to... My, everything should accommodate my lifestyle choices. In all cases, yeah. shouldn't it? No? Yeah. All right. I, I, I say I think this will be less of a problem in East Asia, where they've had larger screen phones for a long time, and they're kind of used to it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Epic music. Sorry. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's great. Pound Bengate put to the test. They made a video. All right, I'm going to go watch this. Um, I think that's it. Um, make sure yeah, to write in go. about how your gaming habits have changed and how you're being more adult about them. Uh, I want to hear. You got two Let's weeks to do it. Let's not call it more adult, please. Why not? Because that's well, condescending. In well, it's not condescending. condescending. It's just as it you assumes get older, that if you up. haven't changed, you're not being adult. How about this? How about as you grow older and more responsibilities and demands on your time and to your life how has your gaming habits changed and if your gaming habits haven't changed since you're a teenager you're not being very adult (laughs) i'm willing to put that out there (laughs) unless you just had the most mature gaming habits since you've been a teenager and i I want you to write in and tell me how your parents got you to be mature gamer from the beginning i only i only play games in between my sat practice sessions and if that's the case awesome show us because we need help because some of us are immature like me all right, so thank you very much. We'll be back in two weeks. Uh, until then, we'll see you next time. Until then, bye-bye, everybody. Bye.